1: Great to be back with you, folks. Certainly, hope this finds you all well and uh, held in the arms of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So, I got a surprise for you guys. So we have Ken Everson, my friend again, is back with me. And uh, we're always honored to have Ken swing by. We just were able to have some breakfast. It was right with God, man. It was good. And, uh, but anyway, Ken agreed to do a couple podcasts with me. So he, he stopped by and I I picked a word of the day. So good morning, Ken. How are you? Good
2: morning. I'm doing well, doing well, especially after that wonderful breakfast. Yeah,
1: I get that brother. You know, I am so used to having somebody call in on the phone you <laughs> This is weird to be doing stuff right here in the studio that what I call my dining room studio here. Yeah. <laughs> this is weird to have it come right right out like this. So, uh, so folks, you know, I didn't even tell Ken this. So Ken, we've been doing like a a funny ministry story of the day. Mm. You know, something that was just real peculiar that happened to us. Uh, do you got something right off the top of your head, or oh, you want to wait till next one? Right
2: off the top of my head, oh, something funny, a funny ministry story. Hmm.
1: You probably haven't thought you can think about it and do it next time.
2: Right? we're going to have to think about it. I, yeah. I'm sure there's a good one. I just need a minute probably. <laughs>
1: yeah. And, and and there's a few. And mm-hmm. uh, so I'm going to share a funny ministry story with okay. you guys anyway. So I was went to a church. So, so missions conferences and churches are always different, Ken. I mean, you don't know what you're going to get. So my family and I went to a missions conference. It was out in Tennessee and the guy called up. We didn't know this, but he scheduled like 35 missionaries and had 35 people and the way they they put you up as they put you in Sunday school rooms and and there were certain times you could use the bathroom. I mean this was so we come pull it first thing that happens <laughs> first thing that happens brother is we come pulling up and there's there's a kid he's like 16 17 years old there playing football so I pull up to the side of him and I'm like excuse me uh is this you know where I need to park for the missions conference somebody turn around he says yeah I'm Dr. William something the third or fourth that and, and I mean I'm like wait a minute uh I'm like how old are you, brother? He said, well, I, I got married right on my 17th birthday, and and he said some state. And I, you know, somewhere out west where you could get married at 17 with your parents? I don't know, brother, <laughs> but... Anyway, I have two children and I went through homeschool all the way to a doctorate. So i this is what he, so brother, that freaked me out to begin with. Well then, we, then so this guy alone freaked me out. Homeschool yeah. to a doctorate. But anyway, you know, read listen to a cassette tape, fill in the blanks, send them in, you get a PhD. But so, <laughs> anyhow, brother, I know. We did it the wrong way. You know, but yeah. anyhow, so we show up at the church. And they got us in Sunday school rooms on blow-up beds. All and right. so I got my two sons, my wife and I, and we're on these blow-up beds in a Sunday school room. And, brother, it they would lock down the doors for our safety. The only way you could get out was to climb out the window. So, <laughs> so we did two or three days here. And, you know, you had shower sign-up time. Literally, you had bathroom. Brother, bathrooms were an issue, okay? Oh, no. They were an issue. They were like... Two bathrooms in the church, just an issue. And uh, anyway, so we decide on Sunday morning. I wake up and brother, I can't take it anymore. I mean, there's more missionaries than there are congregants. There's, you know, we're (laughs) singing songs like "We Are the World" and lighting candles and stuff. Oh no, (laughs) yeah. So anyway, brother, we we end up. I climb out the window on Sunday morning with my kids and stuff. I said, listen. We know we're never going to get support here. I I called the pastor, told him I was going. I didn't do anything funny, but they couldn't get anyone to unlock the doors. Brother, if there had been a fire, you would have read about it. Oh, my goodness. So I climb out the window. So I drive down the road. I end up getting in a church. uh, And uh, so I'm driving down the road. I said, we need to find a church to go on Sunday morning. So we're driving through Virginia. And I see this sign that says, old-fashioned, Bible preaching, Jesus Christ teaching, and uh, uh, Missionary supporting Baptist church. So we stopped. Uh We went to church. Brother, they've supported us. Every month, our entire life in the wow. ministry, yeah. that church there. Now, no one at the other church ever got anything, but they learned how to sing We Are the World. And, uh, <laughs> But let me tell you something, folks, and it, it run around with candles. Uh, oh, it's boy. crazy. Yeah, so, folks, if you're a missions conference scheduler and you can't support 35 missionaries and put them up somewhere comfortable, you just don't have them. That's the only thing I'm trying to tell you there. So, Ken, <laughs> I, I said we do a word of the day, and yeah. – and, uh, you know, some of the hardest things we do is trust in the Lord. We talked about that last week. Mm -hmm. Um, Uh, on the broadcast and, but I I wanted to go through a new person, new opinions, new thoughts. We're all familiar with that verse, Proverbs three, five, and six, trust in the Lord with all thine heart, lean not on thy own understanding and always acknowledge him. And again, talking about trust, we've been in Proverbs 31, which we're finishing up now And the heart of her husband, doth safely trust in her Mm. so that he shall have no need of spoil, and uh, how you can trust people. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. So Ken, wide open at you, trust.
2: Trust. trust. Um, the reason I uh, think about why we can have trust is because who we're trusting in. Yeah. And uh, I've been reading a lot in Philippians and Colossians, and I've been flipping back between them, just thinking about that word. But one of the things I highlighted this week was uh, when, when Paul is talking about but what things were gained to me, those I counted lost for Christ, yea, doubtless. This is in Philippians, and I count all things but lost for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord. And the utter supremacy of Christ uh, has just been kind of the thing I've been thinking about, how it matters more than everything else. And and if you're putting your trust in something less than that, you're bound to be let down. Yeah. Uh, boy. I, and, and, um, because I've done that, uh, you were talking about a funny ministry story and, and, um, I think I remember, uh, early, early in the days of me singing with the, with the quartet that I used to travel with. And, um, we've been to some fun, fun places as well. And, uh, uh some, you know, uh, some places where maybe the, the congregation is putting a little bit too much trust in their leadership yeah you know then they're 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 following a guy instead of the word yeah they're following somebody that you know isn't uh dead on you know and and and, the
1: respecters of men there's a lot of them out there. yes
2: that's right right and uh but you know on a positive note there's been some where you know we went to the tiniest little church like you said an old-fashioned bible-believing missionary supporting jesus christ preaching place and um and uh just a sweet spirit and and no respecter of persons uh anybody could be in there um a billionaire, a pauper, they were all the same because of who they trusted in
1: yeah and and you know you bring up a good point as we you know talk about things like this is we as human beings have a tendency to wanna elevate and lift people on pedestals mm. uh we do we wanna have that you know, that Ronald Reagan person in our lives. We want yeah. to have that preacher who's, you know, is is wanting to preach everywhere in the world. We want to have that person. But the truth of the matter is, is that all gets in the way of a wonderful relationship with God. It's okay Amen. to esteem yeah. people. It's okay to say, you know, I esteem Ken, you know. Uh, I highly esteem Ken and, and uh, what he does for, in his piece of the ministry, and his piece of the world. But I don't worship Ken. I don't, Ken is not my final authority Mm. on scripture. Uh, uh, Amen. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want my final authority
2: on that. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So I I think that, you know, there's almost like this balanced walk, Ken. Mm. You know, so we have a pastor. We love our pastor. I totally trust my pastor. I I seek counsel from him uh, if and when I need it. And there's times I need it. Uh, I trust the other pastors in our church. You know, I kind of trust everybody as but none of them are pointing me toward a man.
2: Mm, That's right. Yep. You know,
1: they're all, they all point up.
2: That's right. Yep. And that's, that's a sign of a good leader. Somebody who can serve like that really is a leader. Isn't somebody who can uh, do it all themselves and, And uh, have all the answers, a a leader, uh, somebody that you trust, hopefully is somebody that can say, you know what, I don't know. Let's find out together.
1: It's like a spouse. You know, you can real easily... Uh, men or women. I've seen it go both ways, but you can real easily put somebody on a pedestal that they're just going to keep falling off of. Yeah. You know, cause we're human beings, man. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to fall short. We have our needs, wants and desires. And no matter what we think or how we feel, they're always going to be a little different. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what facet of life you're talking about. And I know these people who've their marriages have crashed brother, because they have these unbelievable inexplicable idea of what a spouse should look like.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And they're they're setting themselves up for failure. It's kind of like the Israelites. They were just worship hungry. They wanted to worship no matter what. And if, you know, Moses went away for a few days and they're like, we got to worship something, put something together, you know, just melt down some gold. Let's do something. You know, we got to worship something. That's how we are created as humans. Uh, You know, we're made to worship. And we're made to to put our trust in something else other than ourselves. And that's why it's so unnatural and, and so wrong to put in anything else but God.
1: Yeah, and, and like recently, I've been I've been dealing with this couple and great people, and I think we've all been there, folks. Is, as you're listening, there's just a great couple who see themselves moving toward a, a ministry and talking about going away to college, you know, going away to a Bible college seminary and and uh, uh, doing those kinds of things, and and you know, of course, they tell a couple of people in the church, and the people that you know these these people just attack. Mm. And just to like, what's wrong with you? Why would you go away? You know, you could, uh, you know, you know, you could do this stuff online. You can learn everything you need. You know, again, and, yeah. and folks. <laughs> We have a responsibility to serve God and help people and, and, and weep with those who weep, rejoice with those who rejoice, help people move forward, find things for people to do, love people, care about people, and help them hit that next goal. And, you know, God has a way of taking a couple away this week and bringing a few back the next week. We just trust God. Listen, hang with us a second. We're going to be right back. we got to let the radio stations do what they do. So for those of you who can still hear this, this is actually a time when radio stations cut this up where they uh, blend in and blend out. So for about a 15 second time period, I leave this out there just to have time for them to do that. Well, thank you so much for hanging with us. And so Ken, big advice here. Uh oh. Big advice. What do you say to somebody who's trying? trying but they're running across the um these men of high estate Mm. and they're pushing them out of the way and saying no you can't do that i I know what's right for you how do you handle that
2: let no man despise your youth yeah that's a good that's a big one that comes to mind um of course you don't have to be young to follow god and the in the uh, uh obstacle of man in front of you but um our trust needs to be on something that you can hold even in the face of adversity. Yeah, Cause if I know God's called me to do something, there shouldn't be anything that would stop me. Um, now I, I've struggled with that sometimes where, um, and, and well-meaning people too, not, not, yeah, no, not, I
1: know what you're saying, you know, uh, um, even, even not, they all don't look like Adolf Hitler.
2: Yeah. They're not, they're not saying, yeah. you know, kill people and do, you know, they're saying, well, well maybe it, from our perspective, maybe you should wait or maybe you should do that. And it's good to have counsel. It's good to have godly counsel. And the multitude of counselors are safety. But um, if God's put something on your heart, you know, and the Holy Spirit is moving you, that's that trust relationship. When you have that wonderful uh, uh, relationship, again, it's a relationship. It's not a religion. Um, Then, you know, to to not uh, act on that would be wrong, you know, to him that knows to do good and does it not, to him it is sin. So... Um, yeah, it'll be tough sometimes. It's not always easy to do. Yeah.
1: Well, and these are the problems of the day, you know, over and over again, there's people who are authorities and I had a pastor one time. He, he, I don't think he thought he was God, but I think he thought he was the only, um, direct disciple or something, you know, <laughs> okay. you would sit up No, now, you know, this is what God has for you. You know, I've watched you. I, uh, I, I've got this all worked out. So I, I guess folks, what I'm telling you is and what I'm trying to talk about, we'll let Ken sing a song and we'll roll on from this particular thing, but we can be really Going down the wrong road if we're seeking uh, someone in our life—a pastor, a pastor's wife, or a friend, a family member—to uh, make all our decisions and to do all those things, I think that's exactly against God's will. Don't despise your youth. Do the things you got to do. Um, you know they used to say when I was a kid, the stupidest thing I ever heard: if you love something, let it go. If it comes back, it really loved you. Well, we're not doing anything <laughs> stupid like that. But what we're what we are saying is, if you got someone in your church and they go away to a college and they're supposed to be back working in your church, you know where they end up? That's the way God does sing. Hey, what are you singing for us, brother? Uh, An old song that just came to my heart, Fill
2: My Cup, Lord. Oh, I like that The story of the woman at the well. Yeah. All right. Like the woman at the well, I was seeking for things that could not satisfy and then i heard my savior speaking draw from my well that never shall run dry fill my cup lord i lift it up lord Come and quench this thirsting of my soul, bread of heaven, feed me till I want no more. Fill my cup, fill it up and make me
1: whole. That sounds pretty great, brother. So when's the first So how did you learn about this old song? When's the first Yeah, uh, I, I I don't remember
2: the first time I heard it, but we did sing it with the quartet a lot and also I love the storytelling of it. Yeah. I love that That's one of my favorite stories ever because somebody who is just completely lost and Jesus wasn't even supposed to be there in the first place. You know, he, you're supposed to go around Samaria, <laughs> but he stopped there and he sought her out. And just saved her from the pit. I I just love that story.
1: No, I do. I love that story too. And you know, I was thinking, you know, all those old hymns, a lot of them anyway, victory in Jesus, it is well with my soul. Mm. I mean, you leave with, with an image. It's a vivid image within your mind. Yes. That means something. That's right. You know, I heard an old, old story, how our savior came from glory. I mean, you don't have to guess what that's. (laughs) That's right. There's no ambiguity to it. And uh, it's just there. And uh, so You know, I'm thinking about respecters of men and trusting God and all those things. And and here's a problem, Ken. This is something that you would know well. I mean, Mm. your parents are teaching in in a college, and a university, and you're brought up with that, that musically gifted. All these different things are going on. And uh, social status brother I gotta tell you mm. problem we have a lot especially with people w- who are coming out of this hurt this pain this PTSD the terrible things we deal from in life they they see someone's social status and they want to put them ahead of other people
2: Oh, okay yeah do you know what I mean so this right. guy
1: this guy makes uh uh you know five hundred thousand dollars a year mm-hmm. and uh, you don't Yeah, there's got to be something great and godly about him, right? Right,
2: right. How is he better? He must be better. He must be a better person because of it. So how do we look
1: beyond that? I mean, how do we get to the point where that's
2: That's tough. That is very tough, Um, especially as somebody who kind of has it all together Um, in social situations and gatherings. Watch who people gravitate towards.
1: And some people have it all together. That's why I am trying to figure this out with you here. (laughs) I don't, (laughs) and
2: uh, you know, I think. How do we get past it, though? Mm, That's a tough one. I, 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 um, recently in starting my business with sound engineering, I've been able to rub shoulders with some pretty financially wealthy guys. I'd say that some are uh, shallow, some are you would never know that they were very well off. Some are just as humble as, as can be. Um, some are wearing shorts and a t-shirt, you know, and, and they got way more in the bank I'll ever hope to have in my life. But, um, they have a demeanor that perhaps is, uh, is, is just the same as anybody
1: else. Yeah, I'm reminded, I I just, in my mind, I went back to James chapter 2 over here, starting in verse 1. It says, My brother, have not the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory, with respect of persons. Mm. For if there come unto your assembly a man with a gold ring and goodly apparel, and there come uh, in also a poor man in vile raiment, and you have respect to him, that weareth the gay clothing, and that doesn't mean in the sense today, good, happy, uh, and say unto him, Sit thou here in a good place, and say unto the poor, Stand there, or sit there under the footstool. Mm. Are ye not that partial in yourselves, and are become judges of evil thoughts? Hearken my beloved brethren, had not God chosen the poor of this world, rich in faith, and heirs of the kingdom, which he had promised to them that love him? But ye have despised the poor. Uh, do not rich men oppress you, and draw you before their sons. Do not they blaspheme that worthy name by which ye are called if ye fulfill the royal according to the scripture, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself and do well. But if ye have respect to persons, ye commit sin and are convinced of the law of transgressors. Wow. And, yeah. and so, I mean, what is it telling us? It's saying right here, you're messing up. Mm-hmm. You know, God wants you to know that you should take both of them, hold them in your arms, care for them. And if that brother, uh, his clothes are a little bit old and stuff, find him a place to take a bath later, feed him a meal if he's living on the streets. But we need to be a respecter of God. We need yes. to be a respecter. When we're a respecter of God, we're a respecter of all men. That's we're right. Not a respecter of people. We
2: are all created in the image of God.
1: And, and that guy who just came in with that vile clothing, that gal that came in. So folks, let me say this to you. As we go through life, As we suffer through the things that we suffer through, it's real easy to show partiality. It's Mm -hmm. real easy to be partial over friends and neighbors and things like that. I want to challenge you this day. As we close this thing up, I want to challenge you this day. You know, know, whatever's on your heart, look out for everybody. Talk to somebody you haven't talked to before. Uh, Throw somebody a $5 bill who you think are going to buy booze with it and just trust them. Yeah, pick somebody up off the ground and take them to Starbucks, uh, you know, buy somebody a double beef Whopper. I don't know, but let's, <laughs> let's just make a difference for people. People have done that in my life and what a difference that has made. So, yeah. uh, we want to close. We want to thank Ken. Ken, thanks for the song. We're going to have him find another one. we going to bring back tomorrow. We're going to do two in a row with Ken. Then we'll be right back finishing up the uh, 31st proverb. But as you go about your day today, respect God. And when you respect God, everybody else will matter whether it be that person that works for you or that person that's three levels ahead of you. Mm-hmm. We sure do love you. Listen, I don't know what's going on in your heart and mind right now, but I know you got a savior. You got Jesus, whatever's going on. Look to Jesus. We sure do love you. If we can do anything to help you, make sure you uh, dig me out. dug at wounded spirits.com help the wounded spirits. Facebook page. and We'll make sure we get a hold of you. Thank you. Have a good day.
0: is made known unto salvation simply ask the lord to save you in jesus name while believing in your heart and he will please contact us if we can help you in any way god bless you we hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life for helpful resources more information or to donate to help this vital ministry visit us at wounded spirits dot com.